and welcome to Arena Sensei, the Hearthstone podcast to help you become an arena champion. This is episode 57, Sometimes Arena, Most Times Magic. I'm Steven Sensei, and this is my co-host, Schwal. Today we are lucky to have some very special guests join us from the Woodwest podcast to talk arena and introduce us to a magic contest that has great application for arena. Gentlemen, would you be so kind as to introduce yourselves and get into it? My name is Daniel Stormraid Sheldon, and I'm the dude who takes Hearthstone way too seriously. My name is Ted, and I sit in the middle of the table, and it's a pleasure to be with you. I'm Jack. Um, can we talk about Arena real quick? Yeah. Sure. It's been a while. Because uh, we haven't talked about Arena in a very long time, and we had a listener a while ago talk say, hey, can you guys cover Arena again? And Ted, you always give like a kind of a brief overview whenever we do Magic the Gathering drafts. Clock it. I am the one bringing Magic Talk into this for the oh, first time fuck. ever. Uh, and you always give kind of uh, kind of a, a tier list of what to look for in Magic the Gathering drafts. Mm. And I think they're very similar to what you should look for in a Hearthstone draft. Do you want to talk about uh, what kind of cards yeah, you're looking for? Yeah, this is like a very old acronym, I have to say. This is from way back in the day. Um uh, and honestly, I don't remember very clearly what some of the things are, but I shall assist. Yeah, the top, the top three I remember very clearly. It's uh, it, the acronym is bread. It, have you also heard that, Jack? Yes. Yeah. Um. So bombs are the number one thing you're gonna look for. That's that's cards that will win you the game if unanswered. Right. They don't have an answer for it. You just win, and that's your highest priority. These are your bone mares and your uh, what else? Uh, sea krakens. Yeah. Is that a card? Yeah, it's a uh, nine mana, nine seven, that battle cry deal four damage. Oh, it's a yeah. really strong card in arena. See, uh, crack a lacking. Okay. Uh, after that is removal, ways to deal with opposing bombs. Now, this, I think, is a little different evaluation in Hearthstone than it is in Magic hmm. because uh, you can interact at instant speed in Magic, right? Hmm. At, at, uh, you, you can interact on your opponent's turn, which makes removal a little bit more valuable, but it's still important. Um, after removal, you have temp. Well, and so well, for, after, yeah. for removal, uh, yeah. some instances, uh, for example, in arena right now that are available is like evasive chimera, which is a two mana two one with poisonous that can't be targeted by spells or hero powers. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, uh, which is a really solid removal spell. And then these are also things like shadow word pain, shadow word death, anything that kills something inside it's not damage it's removal uh, what i would say in hearthstone the thing that you're you are looking for with regard to your removal is you want to be looking for tempo oriented removal because hearthstone is a very tempo oriented game and arena even more so yeah so what you want to do is look for a re- a piece of removal that either leaves you something on the board or uh, is cheap relative to what it is you're taking out so that you can two-spell them, right? So you can shadow word death something big and also play a minion. Right. That's what you want to be doing. Um, rush minions are ideal for this purpose, right? Because you can rush them in, take something out, leave them on the board, your opponent has to deal with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's how I would say removal differs in Hearthstone. It's a little bit different from Magic, but uh, if you if you put rush minions into this calculation, then I would value them very highly right after bombs. Uh, the E in bread. What did E stand for in bread? Evasion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a little bit less of a thing in Hearthstone, but this is like, Uh yeah. Uh, this would be like creature in magic. Uh, you don't have taunt, right? You choose to block opposing creatures. So evasion is creatures that can get around that rule, 
right? Creatures that your opponent is going to have difficulty blocking that allow you to go to the place, which is the face, as it as it often is. So in Hearthstone, I think the closest that you might get is maybe like charge, because yeah. it doesn't give your opponent an opportunity to react to it. But mm-hmm. that's much less common, and you're yes. not going to see that in many classes except for like warrior, where you might get the uh, format of four three with charge. Yeah. Yes. So uh, I'm going to suggest instead what we might look for here uh, is value, curve out, something, I'm, uh, something efficiency. like Efficiency. If we could yeah. keep the letter. Ooh, let's keep the letter. Let's say efficiency. I like that a lot, Jack. Um, so efficiency, right? What you want to do here is, and the way we're interpreting the word efficiency is, you want to be able to curve out your cards. You want to have a play turn one, turn two, turn three, turn four. And that's a, ter- that's a term for Magic the Gathering, but it applies equally to Hearthstone. You'll see people refer to it all the time. When you're building your arena deck, you have actually a handy little graph, right, that shows you the mana cost of things in your deck. And you want to build a nice little bell curve, right, that's probably topping out around three or four, right? You want to have things to play on those early turns. You don't want to have too many, like, uh, expensive cards because the whole thing in arena is you just want to win the game uh by burying your opponent in tempo yeah and i think one thing that people often look at uh, mistakenly is that you can build an aggressive lineup where the majority of your cards are two and three uh but if that's the case then you have to avoid cards that cost like five six mana and it's either really early really aggressive or going to win you in the game late rather than curving out because on turn five turn six you want to play two cards instead of one card i don't know i don't think this is a great strategy but you could also kind of go uh more heavy into the late game and more control oriented again in arena you're typically looking for about that mid value but yes it's it's something to consider there are people that see successes at different levels i would say mtg arena because of the nature of the format right because of the nature of how arena is set up it, you know, I, I don't see this changing, honestly. Um, it's going to be a mid-range format. It's going to be a... And yeah. Magic Draft is different, right? Because it whether you are drafting against bots on MTG Arena or whether you're drafting against uh, some buddies in, in real life on paper Magic cards, um, you have like a pool of cards, right, that you're, that you're picking from that's going around. In Arena, you're just getting... Like, there's no way to predict what you're gonna get it's pretty random um so the the most tested and true strategy given that you can't guarantee synergy at all is um well let's lean into mid-range stuff let's get some good efficient creatures and jam them Mm -hmm. and specifically in hearthstone uh, i've never seen uh in magic sometimes depending on the set that you're uh, you're drafting um some sets are lean more toward aggressive builds like sometimes the mono red deck in this set is outrageous so it does really well in limited but sometimes a blue black control does yeah. it just depends on the set we, and when it comes yes. to hearthstone specifically i've never seen any limited type of format lean super heavy aggressive or super heavy control it's always yeah. just been much much of the same mid-range now i have to say up front full disclosure i don't play a ton of arena i dip in every every once in a while Somebody who's more familiar with Arena probably would say, oh, there's some variance. There's some difference, you know, depending on what sets are in. But I don't think it's as drastic as Mm. you get with MTG sets where you really can talk about the speed 
of a set and mm -hmm. this is like a slow controlly grindy set versus this is a very fast aggressive set you i don't think you just get that range of extremes and one thing that i do want to kind of point out is the extra premium that you can kind of get in arena when it comes to cards that discover other cards because of the fact that you are limiting your card draw and by yeah. usually around turn seven, turn eight, you've only got one or two cards in your hand. If you can battle cry, get something else in your hand, those cards are way more valuable because you're likely going to draw less. You're likely going to combo things out less. And so it's more about what card pound for pound is the most powerful. Which brings us to the A in our bread acronym. Um, which I always uh, said it was advantage. Is that what you've heard before? Jack? I've heard that as well as aggression. Okay, got it. Um, so I'll talk about advantage because I think it's relevant to Hearthstone, although I think aggression could definitely also be in. A advantage is the uh, I'm what Daniel was talking about just now. Like, can you? Is there a card you can play that will get you more gas? Right, and cards that put a guy on the board that discovers someone else. That's a great way to get advantage in Arena. Um, having something like Arcane Intellect can be good, right? You can refuel off an Arcane Intellect. The problem is it doesn't affect the board. Right. So it's not something you want to be doing on turn three. That you Most of the time, you'd rather have a Novice Engineer than an Arcane Intellect. Uh, yeah, I, I would say that Novice Engineer is worse, though, in Arena because its stats are so minimal that while it does impact the board, it does not impact the board in a great way. I would look more for a card like Bronze Explorer, like a 2-3 that discovers a dragon, rather than Novice Engineer. Because in Standard, the cards in my deck are usually the best cards that I could put in my deck. In Arena, that's not the case. Mm. I might be able to discover something that's better than anything in my deck. And that might happen pretty consistently. So I like Discover Effects a lot in Arena. So imagine, if you will. Uh, right imagine, if you will. Three podcast hosts. <laughs> right now... Uh, in Magic, uh, we have, or at least we're just on the outside of, a really intensely, cheaply pushed, powerful mono red deck. A lot of one drops. So imagine in Hearthstone you had a, like, Warrior. Let's say Warrior got Warrior. a one mana, two, one, battle cry, deal one damage to any target. Like, that kind of power level at the one drop is kind of all over the place in Magic, but early, super early aggressive cards like that don't come along too often, at least not in the abundance that you can rely on them in a limited format in Hearthstone. Do you agree? Yeah, I, would yeah, I so. would tend to agree. Okay. Uh, so what's the last acronym? And then I promise we will move to uh, a little bit more dick jokes after after this semi-serious, <laughs> actual, worthwhile conversation. Speaking of dick jokes, it is D, the last letter of bread. For D's nuts. Okay, well, kind of. Um, I You know, I constantly forget what D is for. What have you heard, Jack, for D? Drek. Yeah, I was going to say like uh, something like, I can't even, but yeah, it's like filler. Mm -hmm. Stuff that you need to fill the deck with. Right. Once you've satisfied the demands of like, okay, I've got, hopefully I have a bomb. I have some ways of dealing with opposing creatures. I have some uh, efficient creatures of my own, right? I have some way to gain card advantage. Then you're like, well, I need to curve out, mm -hmm. right? I, you're going to, you're, you're going to play some things that are maybe not exactly where you want to be mm -hmm. in order to curve out you're not gonna because be, yeah. having those plays, having a suboptimal play is so much better than not having a play. You're not going to be happy about running a vanilla 3-mana three 3-2, three but if it lets you curve out and get a presence, you're going to do it. Yes. 
Yeah, like in, in Arena, recently I grabbed a 4-mana four 4-4 four, four, Battlecry Give a Minion Stealth, which really wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't what I needed, but from the other options that were offered, which were not good, and from my curve, I was like, it's a 4-mana four 4-4. Four, four. At the very worst, I play it, and it's a body that they will have to deal with, because that's enough stats that you kind of have to kill it eventually. Uh, and so that will happen, and it's important to kind of just take those cards, even if they are suboptimal, or even if they are seem bad in standard, they're not nearly as bad in arena because everything is worse. Shaw. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, the reason I wanted to bring this up is that I was so I was playing around on Hearthstone, and I was like, you know what, I haven't done in a while, arena, and I queued up an arena deck, and I went eleven and zero. Whoa. Uh, and then I lost three straight at eleven wins. Yeah, that'll happen. Uh. And then I queued up again, and I got 10 wins. And I was like, okay. Okay. Maybe I need to play more Arena. Hell yeah. And I was like, you know what? We should give our, our listeners a reminder of what we're looking for when it comes to these kind of drafts and how we play. And I think one thing that I, I find helpful is that in Standard, typically you have a specific deck style, and you want to play around that. In Aggressive decks, you want to go face and control. You want to trade. In Arena, I found most of the time, you just go face. Because removal is a lot less common, and you have a lot less wor- to worry about when it comes to, like, Flame Strike or Plague of Death, or these things that clear your board. And more often than not, if you attack face, your opponent's going to attack into you. Face to place. Kill them. Yeah, man. Arena time! Congrats on your wins, Daniel. That's a, that's a good old time. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. Yes, it certainly was. Thank you all so much for coming on the show. If you liked what you heard, please go and subscribe to Blizzlet wherever you get your podcasts from. While they can be a bit irreverent and not always safe for work, they always bring quality entertainment and are great members of the broader Hearthstone community. Until next time. See you in the arena.